Since Darwin's time, scientists have been studying a type of fish that lived 400 million years ago. These fish were covered in a tough exoskeleton, but scientists couldn't decide exactly where it came from. Was it a precursor to bone or to teeth? New research is suggesting all those old theories may be as dead and buried as those fish fossils, and this exoskeleton is just another way of making bone. I spoke to Joseph Keating of the University of Manchester to learn more. I've been looking at fossil fishes from the Devonian period about 400 million years ago and specifically looking at their skeletons and the mineralised tissues from which their skeletons are built to try and understand the evolution of the skeleton. How similar would they be to the fish we know today? So these fish were called heterostracans or heterostracans and they shared a lot of features with fish of today. They have a mineralised exoskeleton, they have an internal skeleton made of cartilage, sort of like some sharks, but they lacked a few of the features that we associate with vertebrates today. So for instance they lacked any paired fins equivalent to our arms and legs. These fishes were covered in a a giant head shield of mineralised skeletal tissue And this is what we were looking at to try and unravel the evolution of the skeleton. How did you find out what they were made of? Previously, there have been some microscopic studies, and these have used thin sections. So basically taking a two-dimensional section through these head shields and looking at the tissues with a microscope. We used a slightly different technique called synchrotron tomography. And this is similar to CT scanning. So we take a series of images, sections through the object that we're scanning, in this case a bit of head shield, and we can use these to create a 3D model of the scanned object. And what did you find when you looked at the 3D model? There's been a lot of debate concerning this particular tissue called aspidin. Just like bone, it's made of calcium phosphate, the mineral part. It's crisscrossed by these tiny tubes, and people looking at 2D sections have thought that these showed branches similar to the kind of branches that we see in cell spaces. So these could be dentine cell spaces, the tissue that our teeth are made from, or bone cell spaces. But what we actually find is that these tubes lack any kind of branches at all. They're linear structures. And this kind of rules out the interpretation that they could be either bone or dentine cell spaces. But it is completely compatible with these spaces having housed collagen fibre bundles. So collagen is a really important constituent of many mineralised tissues, including bone. Why did people think so strongly that they were branching? I think it was probably an artefact of taking that two-dimensional section. So these tubes are really tangled and overlapping. If you take a two-dimensional section through this tissue, it might look like these tubes are branching. But when we have the 3D perspective, we can see that actually these aren't branches at all. It's just overlapping tubes. Sort of like seeing a footprint and not realising it's a boot. Yeah, exactly. Does this study give us any insight into the evolution of how our skeletons came to be? When these tubes were thought to be branches and possibly cell spaces, it was suggested that aspidin might represent some kind of transitional stage in the evolution of mineralised tissues. So it might be the precursor of things like bone and dentine that we find in living vertebrates. But our results suggest that actually it's just a type of bone, which means that the toolbox of skeletal tissue types, so bone and dentine and cartilage, actually have a much longer evolutionary history than we previously thought.